one, go. Hello, and welcome back to Hollywood Deep Dive, your usual monthly movie podcast. My name is Nicole, and today we are continuing our fourth in our current selection of our roast season. So, in our hot seat today is Jordan, and we are going to be talking about um, anime and everything related to anime today. So, um, we have a lot to discuss today, so let's jump right into it. Um, So, who's sitting around the table today? Hey, it's Jason, ready to... uh... Some anime roast, a topic I'm completely familiar with. I mean, I nobody knows more than me. <laughs> the sarcasm is so much there. I understand. I have to make sure I it am... comes. I have to make sure it comes through, and you know, it's just for people listening to this. So. Truthful to me. Oh, good. Oh, true. So true. <laughs> I'm Sam, and I also very much like anime. So this is going to be entertaining. FC, just just one of the anime lovers. Manga, manga's good. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm Jordan. Um, oh. The subject of today's roast. <laughs> In the hot seat, Jordan. Okay. Well, let's. I guess we should get into it then, right? I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's plenty of different animes out there, that's... Jordan. Um, uh, since, we're, since, since we're roasting you, um, what's one where you're like, okay, like that, that one's not for me? Or like bad anime (laughs) is there is there some bad anime Hmm. not necessarily bad just like you know different or like you know offbeat not really my thing because you know i i know that there's so many different types now and it's exploded in the past like decade in terms of watchability watchability not just from natively where it's made but overseas it's just traveled around the globe so is there Mm -hmm. one that you think is like you know what i i get why people like that not for me other than like you know hentai you know what oh I mean, God. right? Just so. Oh we can't talk about that. <laughs> we are not. We can. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is that, that that's one that's not up our field? I'm just saying. Okay, so sorry. Before Jordan interrupts, I just want to interject <laughs> with this, this story. Sam and I were at a store yesterday, and it has, you know, uh, Spencer. So it has. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it has oh. adult stuff and younger stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, the but, hentai store. Well, actually, well, th- there's this girl <laughs> in there, like these teenagers, and she's just loudly pro- proclaiming. She's like, "I'm gonna buy this backpack with hentai on it," and her friend is like, "I'm not gonna stop you from making stupid decisions." You can, <laughs> you can deal with the judgment it's, on your so own. Is, time. is that a good friend or a bad friend? Is the real question. Is that a good friend or a bad friend? I that is a true neutral friend. I'm yeah, in the yeah. middle, lawful neutral. Good mess. She yeah, sounded yeah. kind of exasperated, so I feel like she told her before it was a bad idea, and her friend was Probably. like, "I'm going to do mean, it." Anyway. They already went into Spencer's. That's already bad decision. Number <laughs> one, so, you know. I mean, meanwhile, they like, do have some good anime shirts. Regular anime. They do. Yeah, yeah. In the front half of the store, just don't go to the back half. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, it's not even story. in the back half anymore. It's just like oh, is the it? front, okay. tw- like ten percent is okay, and then you go after that ten percent, and you're like, well. Here's the glowing dildo with ten heads. You know, like that's just how it is. No, seriously, like there's there's some crazy shit in there. It's slowly uh, migrating to the front of the store. Is it's like it's, it's, it's basically it's basically for teens that uh, are too young to go into the stag shops in the area. That's basically what it is. That's yeah. actually a good way of describing. No, that it, yeah. really is what it is. Like the like, it's just it's it's like we're we're not 
adults so you can still put us in a mall. That that's what they're going for. That's what they're going for. <laughs> really? <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, Jordan, please yeah. go ahead. Um, it's kind of hard because, at least for me, I, I it's very rare that like I very dislike a movie. Like, mm-hmm. hmm, like I didn't even, I wouldn't even say I dislike because right? obviously. Yeah, but it was a little too, on the right? boring side, I guess. Okay. Um, Which one? Which one was that? Um. Oh, I haven't said the title yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just, I was just saying it. It's, it was, it was a little on the boring side. I don't know if Sam remembers when we went to see um, Only Yesterday. Oh yeah. Uh, it was one of those like it, it's a studio, Julie. Uh, so you expect it to be good, but you're just like, okay, this is outdated. <laughs> this is like. So anti-feminist, like, oh my god, she's 26, her life is over because she hasn't married. Oh god. But it was, that's, like, a that's, recent... That's re- of, right, that's more it of a was, culture thing, wasn't it? Um, it, it's an older movie that recently got dubbed, so oh. the dubbing had um, Daisy Ridley as the main character. Oh, I don't even remember the main character's name, but, like, it, yeah. it shows its age both culturally as well as just like in general it's showing its age it's bad mm. like, okay. like the animation yeah. was nice because studio ghibli beautiful always do good yeah. animation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh that's really neat it felt like mm-hmm. a three and a half hour movie and it was like only what an hour and a half <laughs> i remember when you guys saw that because i was like how old and you're both like uh um <laughs> and i was like you know you can say it's bad like i know it's, it's like the ghibli and it's kind of like sacred to not say anything's bad but they're just like it was okay i was like oh my that means it's right, not good can, just read off, can i just read off a document that we have here it says we can't roast studio ghibli because they're not in here so <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, because and I, when on, I made this list, I particularly picked things I liked. <laughs> so yeah, no, that, no I get it. That makes sense. Like, but we can—it's mm-hmm. easy to, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion. You can roast, you can roast Ponyo because it's just a Little Mermaid remake. You can do I, that. Oh. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not my favorite. <laughs> it's, 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 not. It's, it's 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 not my yeah, favorite either. Not. But like, it literally is word for word, almost like the Little Mermaid. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> We put on when Marnie was there, and I crossed it out and said, "This is Ghibli, no roasting allowed." But like, <laughs> Marnie's there is cute, but like, right. also, can Studio Ghibli stop with this? So like, it was extremely sad at the end. So mm-hmm. sad. No, yeah, that's no. grave of the fireflies. Oh, that's a uh, that's something. Yeah. Yeah. Pardon, that is... I said, but sad scenes are part of Ghibli. I know, yeah, but like the ending was sad. Yeah. Did you yeah, see that? Did we see that one together, Jordan? Because I remember seeing at Tiff, and I don't remember if I saw it with anyone else. Uh, I I don't think so. Okay. No, you guys saw that one separately. Okay. We yeah. both ended up at Tiff at different days. Yeah, you did. Because I remember seeing you both on separate days. <laughs> You're just like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah, I think the one I like the least is Grave of the Fireflies. Still it's haven't just, seen that one. It's <laughs> just it's just too sad with no redeeming factor for being sad. I think it, it no, I think that's a pretty big classic. It is brutal and sad and everything, but it's like pretty hailed as a landmark in anime. But that's just me. <laughs> that's just my sad. opinion. That's just my opinion. It's no, it is it is immensely it is immensely sad and depressing, but it's really epic good. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a grim person. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got a trope that we should all make fun of. Okay, Jordan, okay. do you okay, know which one? Wait for the trope that I'm thinking of. Where right. they just pop out the sword just a tiny bit and then right back down and then all of a sudden everything shatters. <laughs> oh, like, every like in, a, single... in a fight or something? Yeah. Yes. Every single... It's I like a new Hakusho. I love... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't like even Trunks and Dragon Ball Z do it at one point? Yes. <laughs> Your even point, that... he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just... It's like in every single anime. It's just so very cliche. I love it, and it's so memeable. But it's like if it's not a true anime classic, if it has swords, and that doesn't happen. Yeah, no, a sword sort of has to shatter at some point. Here, here's one of my tropes. That oh I'm no, not this. The sword doesn't shatter. The glass. So what it is is where oh, the sword sorry. pops out quickly and right back yes. down. So you think nothing's happened, but whoever right. they were like fighting, mm-hmm. they crumple. Like it's. It's very much an all Oh, yes. No, I see what you're saying. Yes, Even I, it's, I think the... I'm sorry, you go first. No, you go first. I was just going to say, it wasn't anime, but in the Wolverine movie where he goes to Japan, he teams up with this <laughs> Japanese oh, God, yeah. woman, And there's a scene where they're like in a bar, I think it was, and then she does that with her sword. Oh, God. <laughs> it, oh, I right. think it was originally from Seven Samurai, Seven Samurai Seven. Which one? I don't remember how it is in the actual version because there's an anime of it. Yeah. Lord. Um, but they have it, I think, originally in the live action, and then it like came into I think anime through there. Because I think Kyozo Kyozo in the actual um mo- live action movie does it. He's awesome and cool and is even cool in the anime version. Uh, now I'm mad, Jordan, that you made me think of the Wolverine movie. Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. God terrible. <laughs> Whatever. James Mangold yeah, redeemed himself with Logan. It's okay. Well, good, good. He had to after that. That was better than Origins. Let's just say that. Uh, yeah. Older from the Star Shine. Um, sorry, Jason, go ahead. What was your well, favorite anime my fa- show? Well, it's it's not a favorite. I'm saying it's sort of a detracting thing that kind of weirds me out a bit in a lot of anime. So there's like this, it's like they play off of a lot of fetish, fetishization of some strange things. Like there'll be scenes where like, you know, um, you know, the guy, like, has his head in the girl's lap, and it's like, oh, just, just chilling, oh. just chilling, oh. you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, that's a normal thing. Like, you know, nothing happens, nothing sexual or anything like that happens. It's just, like, that, and then, obviously, there's, um, in certain kinds of anime, maybe not the ones that we watch or anything like that, but there's a lot of, you know, female accentuation, a little bit of sexism, a little bit of, you know, things going on there that where it's very much used as the selling tactic and things like that, which I find... Interesting. You mean the fan service anime, which actually has its own section in uh, Funimation's uh, streaming service? Uh, right. No. No. I, <laughs> I, no. No. I believe. I believe that. I'm not saying you know I agree with that or anything, but I just thought that was interesting. Like that's that. There's a lot of the cliche that when people think about anime, is there's a lot of memes and a lot of those you know TikToks that go around of like these brief clips of like really strange, specific fetishization things from certain animes that get mm-hmm. out there and and, and i yeah. think that that could sort of dilute what really good like well-told mm-hmm. story anime can be about so it is like a really good touchstone anime that most people have seen but it has that in it um seven deadly sins again a pretty big anime now a lot mm-hmm. of people watch it off of netflix oh my god that one has those cliches but he's a business nobody so, so me 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 being a non 
weeb, I believe is the term. Uh, <laughs> um, is I there take a, offense. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying, not, not, that's not a weeb. Um, uh, I've heard Attack on Titan's pretty popular with a lot of people, right? And that's an um, anime, if I'm correct? Yeah, it's really I'd popular. See, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, we just we finished it recently, I'm pretty sure. So, I okay, couldn't yeah. get into it. I thought I it was too slow. <laughs> I wanted to die. I, I thought it was like miserably slow. It was like three episodes in. I was like, when are people going to die? Isn't that the whole premise Never. of the show? Okay, so, here's actually another really thing. convoluted in the last act. Like, <laughs> Oh, God. I know <laughs> Mikey loved it and was on about it, but like, even when I was act in like my practicum my students were always like miss miss watch attack on titan and i'm just like oh god but that brings me to another trope that i don't know what it is about the japanese but holy crap like they love german military if there is yes. a trope that they have it is german military you have italia which literally has nazi germany as one of the main characters in it and like legitimately nazi germany and then you have um Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which are, like, versions of the same thing. Literally, you have King Bradley, the Fuhrer. His name is actually King. Last name Bradley. He is the Fuhrer. Mm. In Central. And their outfits are very German-esque. I love this anime, but wow. A little heavy-handed here. Just a little heavy-handed. There is a lot um... of other animes as well that like take that aesthetic and like use it mm-hmm. or like, was or, like it? As, as a setting. Like there's like literally an anime series called Girls in Panzer where it's about these oh, two yeah. anime girls and they drive German Panzer tanks. Oh my god. Um, in the wow. <laughs> movie. That's amazing. Um, Full Metal Alchemist, not Brotherhood, don't confuse the two. In Full Metal Alchemist the movie afterwards, they literally have Edward go back to like the modern world instead of in the world without alchemy. And he comes out at the end of World War One has just ended and it's right around the Beer Hall Punch. And like they actually have the Beer Hall Punch in the movie. I was like, legitimately, Hitler's right there. Great. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say this probably came out of their history, which is where it sort of, you know, starts as a bit of a always always make that the evil thing, you know? Right, in oh, terms of... it's not even sometimes evil. Like they don't play in Hatalia, Germany, like Nazi Germany being evil, which is weird, to be frank. Well, Hatalia's kind of just goofy, so I guess for yeah. the <laughs> in um, its, for the inexperience, it's basically like human manifestations of countries, <laughs> and they right. go on wacky adventures together. No one. Wacky's only when you think about it only when you stop and think about it you're like oh maybe <laughs> this is not okay but yeah, like, maybe may, maybe putting a country as just one thing isn't a good idea yeah <laughs> the yeah. only country that gets two identities is italy and romano okay legitimately north and south italy are separated that's the only thing that i Damn. that they kind of get like so we have southern italy with his tomato aka romano and you have Northern Italy, who is um, obsessed with Germany, and Germany does not necessarily like it, but keeps rescuing him. He's kind of like, <laughs> he's kind of stupid. Oh yeah. I, I, I also, feel, I also feel like, <laughs> I also feel like in a lot of the major motion pictures that I've seen by Ghibli, you know, because that's that's sort of my depth of my foray into anime. 
Uh-huh. is just the you know the Miyazaki films and everything, which are obviously amazing. But like, yeah, the the uniforms are absurdly over the top. You know, looking like you know, like you said, the German sort of expression of uniforms. You know, extreme uh, uh, way too many buttons, just way too many buttons. And I didn't um, even think about that, but you're right. Like, you know, like they they all have this weird, you know, that, like especially when they're up against an army with something, something like Castle in the Sky, where it's just like yeah. this whole army of. Just extremely dark uniforms, dark, you know, they all move the same way. It's very weird. And, even but it, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, even the Attack on Titan, they kind of look Lederhosen-esque. <laughs> I yeah. mean, no, exactly. even, yeah, there's even, like, in Porco Rosso and, like, Howl's yeah, Moving totally. Castle, yeah, like, yeah. there's, like, a heavy mm-hmm. military influence on that. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I don't know if you saw um, The Wind Rises, but I actually saw that at Tiff in Japanese dub, which was amazing. Um, it was, um, they even have that sort of, especially with the airships that they have in that, um, you know, yeah, it's like the old yeah. Zeppelin, the old Zeppelin kind of ships, right? So that's very, you know, obviously heavily, um, yeah, you know, German and stuff. Um, but yeah, th- th- that's an interesting observation. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk about my favorite, my favorite anime trope. Oh, so my, fa- my favorite anime trope is Speed especially... Racer. No! <laughs> wow! Do you have a soft spot for the live action version of that movie? Oh my I god! Kind of, I kind of do too, and I'll get into we'll get into that later. Okay, okay. we'll talk about that. Just yeah. I know somebody who would like die for that movie, but that's yeah. a whole. Um, no, okay. my favorite anime trope is especially when the bad guys have glasses and oh, they yes, do the and sheen. they shut <laughs> the sheen. Oh yeah. my god! Every time. The sheet Every and then, time and they push their glasses up their nose and then you can't see their yeah. eyes because of the yeah. sheet. Yeah, <laughs> that's Bleed. my favorite anime trope. For, for, that, for that three seconds, the sun moves at a million miles an hour right across their glasses, yeah. and, that, and, and, and then reality is, and then it's back to reality. Back yeah, to reality Jordan, um, who's the guy with the arrow in Bleach? He has a bow and arrow. Oh, oh um. Oh god, I don't remember. I know who you're talking about. That's who I was thinking of. When when he like goes to like sew back together. um... Well, because every time he attacks, he shoves his fucking glasses up his nose and gives a monologue. Afterwards, he just sort of grabs. Well, no, it's probably just it's just the villain tick. There's there's always villain ticks written into every movie. Oh man, probably the villain. But it's like it's crazy when you stop and think about it, though, because you're like, oh, the minute that you start. Turning towards the dark side. If you didn't have glasses, you get glasses. You just, and if yeah, you, already... you, just get hand, you just get handed them off screen <laughs> yeah. by the by the animator. He just draws them in. Okay, and you're like, bad now. Hit, and like, and if you had glasses, you start like getting moody and you start shoving your glasses up your face more right. and like yeah. until you have your huge like villain reveal. Although, although in Dragon Ball Z, the master <laughs> is it Hiroshi? Is that who it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. He has the yep. black glasses, and he's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay. true. I'm, I'm just saying. The worst of the worst, and everyone who has seen anime can agree with this, who's seen this particular anime. The person who does it in um, Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, because they both had had this scene, Shao Tucker does it. Oh, does he really? Shao Tucker does it. Oh, and see? for everyone who doesn't know, Nicole, you've seen up at least until that part of I've it, seen right? the, I haven't seen the full theme, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, Shao Tucker at one point he's in the uh, show and he's like the um, bio life alchemist. Like he knows everything about life, and he made a chimera that could speak. Um, 
and um, the wife is missing at this point. And you find out afterwards, you're like, oh, he has to go and do the task. So he needs to make sure that he passes this time. And so all of a sudden you have that comes up a chimera that can talk properly this time. And then you go, where's Nina, a.k.a.'s daughter, and Alexander the dog? Well, he made a chimera out of his daughter. Oh, I and remember his dog. This. Yes. God. Okay. He is literally the most evil person in that entire series, and they're all animal. Hey, the thing is, he's like he looks really happy-go-lucky and very dad-like, and it's like and the l- least likely character that you would think would do something bad. And you're just like <laughs> you're just an asshole, traumatized. And again, again, the glasses. I don't know if he does the shove, but he has glasses. No, he does the shove. No, no, there he does the shove. <laughs> I feel like that's something um, anime is really good at too. When like the very nice character is revealed to be like this evil guy, like usually they'll do like this really weird, it cool, it or weird or cool animation on their face where they like becomes evil and just like. <gasps> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, but some okay, of them yeah, are well, crazy, has that though. too. Yeah. yeah, so I've got another one. I've got okay. another. I've got another trope that I think is just hilarious. It's not like good or bad. It's just funny. Um, whenever there's a battle or a face off, the good guys. <laughs> Take about three episodes at a time just to power up. Okay. Right. You can just so, say Dragon Ball. You no, can no, just no, say no, Dragon no, Ball. No, but Z. here's the thing. Even even in like another thing where like somebody does one sword swipe, it's like two shots. It's like sheen sheen sheen, you know. And then they and then it takes them like forever just to land a sword hit, right? Like, so, and it's like it's like okay, we're on the battlefield. All right, here's Frieza and there's Goku, and if Frieza could just snap, really Thanos this guy out of existence, right? But and then, we have, but, but but Goku has to change his hair color and has to go. And they're literally they'll literally go to break as he's doing it. Like it's so long, it's so long. I remember watching that on YTV. I was like, oh my god, how lo- can can we just get to the and that was like <laughs> seventy episodes of him against Dragon Pino. Ball. Used to piss my dad off so much because I would watch. This is my grandfather it. off to this day. I know. Next time on Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> the voiceover would kill me every time. Every time, because he was just like, "What? He's like, there's nothing that happened. He's like, he spent fifteen minutes, twenty kind of. minutes screaming." You're basically oh. through the end. Where was Vegeta? It's like, Amonini, Amonini, get with it. Yes, like, please go faster. Piccolo, Piccolo, Vegeta. Just just stand around for, like, 50 episodes. Like Vegeta! My fave. Vegeta. Vegeta! Vegeta. I feel like yeah. part of the reason for that is the difference in how Japan and North America does their commercial breaks. Because as far as mm-hmm. I understand, in That's Japan, true. I believe there's only, like, That's one right. commercial break That's in the right. middle. Whereas here, right. we have, like, one every, like, <laughs> yeah. couple we minutes. Get, we get maybe 19, <laughs> minutes, 19 minutes of show and then 11 minutes of commercials and then it's over. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's about accurate. Yeah. No, seriously, like that's like it ends up like when you watch it back on like Netflix or something, it ends up being like twenty two minutes, and you're like, what a waste of time! Like, it's just, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I haven't gone back to watch it because I actually um, don't think I have the patience. I just watched it. What they watched it in from, university. Um, did wait? Did you watch the regular or did you watch the cut version? The, I, 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 I don't even know what that means. So probably the regular version. 
Uh, what they yeah. did with the Kai version is that they cut down the number yeah. of episodes so that it's very basically just oh, it's more all the main no, no. stuff. This was back I, in the I 90s. didn't watch the. Con- this was back in the nineties when like like whoever it was bought all the episodes and just aired them, right? Oh, so yeah. it was animation. So I guess yeah, that was it. So we got like it was it was on YTV, which I think was owned still owned by Nickelodeon at the time, and it was like cool. I just you didn't get them any regular. It's always like five thirty, Dragon Ball Z, six o'clock. You know, you know, Dragon another, Ball Z. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh oh you know like and all that stuff so um. actually so fun fact about that so something i never realized until i got older and my cousin pointed it out to me was that there was actually two dubs of dragon ball going on around this yeah. time there was a there was the funimation dub but there was also a different canadian group that had their own dub that oh. we got some episodes of yeah and where they randomly started sounding it's different. over nine thousand mm-hmm. eight. Such such touchstone of our childhood. That's the Canadian dub, you know. Like you know, it began with all the Dragon Balls. I don't know. Maybe we'll be able to get. If they actually did the Canadian accents, that would have been. Yes. It'd be be called Dragon Ball A. A. (laughs) Oh my god. You know, another one that had that same issue too, um, with the two different um, dubs and actual like show because they edit parts out of it was the four kids versus the Funimation uh, dub of One Piece. Yep. Oh, oh man, that one. If anyone hasn't didn't watch the four kids version of One Piece and didn't hear the magnificence of the pirate rap i i feel sorry for oh you. my god the pirate <laughs> rap, yes but i remember that the, I that no, the four kids no one okay no so four one piece is like a pirate drama i guess a pirate drama okay it, yeah <laughs> and, but, done. <laughs> i just i just remember that so there was this one character that at least in the manga he smoked a cigarette <laughs> and because he's, it was he's the main character still Okay, yeah. so, uh, but for the What's four kids version, Sanji. Thank you. Um, <laughs> for the four kids version, they dubbed it and they made it a lollipop because you can't show people smoking on TV and just like, okay. And like, they took away a lot of the blood because it's bit in the Funimation version, it's very, very bloody. Extremely <laughs> bloody. Also, yeah. I think like, um, oh, what's her name? What? Why am I blanking on her name? Nami? The, uh, Nami, thank you. Is like her boobs go more up and down in the Funimation. <laughs> okay, now like, all right, another another trope. Let's just transition into that. Boy, let me tell you, like, uh, there's like this, there's this hilarious thing I think I saw on TikTok. It was some guy, you know, it does um, it does a, a you know, a, like a woman reveal in an anime show, and it's like, oh hi yo, you know, and she like shows up, and it's like the biggest jugs on a woman i've ever seen in my life and then it cuts to some guy who comes out of his window with two giant balloons who's like oh hi you know and it's just like it's so funny because it's just so absurdly over the top with what they're <laughs> accentuating and trying to draw um, attention to they, they do have so. too much fun yeah, oh definitely yeah. seven yeah. deadly sins is the worst for that like literally one of the characters that's all she's good for is being like half nude and her boobs okay. jumping up and down Jordan, and the men having blood come out of their nose when they get excited. Oh, though, yeah, that trope. Uh, Jordan, I don't know if you know this anime, but I saw someone reacting to it. And there's this with this girl, and speaking of girl with big boobs, 
she she transforms into like a submarine. Like she has like a magic girl transformation. <laughs> and, she, and she transforms into like a submarine. And, like, dive, dive, dive. <laughs> and, like, and like her boobs are like the guns on like the submarine. Oh my God. Let me tell you, if that isn't feminism, I don't. If that isn't feminism, I don't know what is. <laughs> yes, clearly. <laughs> I can't tell. Uh, by the way, the thing that before I, before I forget something, like I, the thing you guys mentioned with the dubbing, something that I thought this is this is kind of anime, but it's also kind of not. Um, the recent Ghosts of Tsushima game, which I'm sure you guys have heard about, that's you know, mm-hmm. brave, you know rave reviews, breaking a ton of records on PlayStation, has a director's cut release coming out, and they're releasing a, a Japanese dub. With the actual lip sync linked up to the Japanese language, which is crazy. I thought I'd never heard of a game do that. Oh, that's where... kind of interesting. So, yeah. so, so, like, literally, what they've done is instead of reanimating the scenes, they have a technology that changes the facial capture to match the Japanese language. So it's like a, this huge undertaking that they did. So now you can play the whole game in Japanese with the actual lip syncing to the uh, to the speech that's appropriate to the language, instead of it just being a dub. Of the English, you know, now now mouth moving, right? So it's mm-hmm. actually like pretty cool. So I thought that was really neat, and I just thought I'd bring that up because that's it's a, it's a game, but I know it's not anime, but it, it honestly could be its own anime series with how epic it looks and seems and everything like that. So yeah, something a lot of animes do, um, if you look really closely, is you'll notice when they open their mouths, they don't actually do like what nope. Western animation does and try to make the mouths do the different positions for each sound. They kind of just yeah. op- open up, open and close. Yeah. Yep, it's just uh, the, the three drawings, as I call it, the three frames of drawing on the mouth when it's a still. You know, like, they just, they just change the mouth three times, and that's it. <laughs> I think they know that it gets dubbed in so many different languages oh, that they're smart um, enough to do that. That is smart. <clears throat> that, is, that is smart to do. Yeah, because like, there of... are certain games where they don't, where you can tell they lip-synced yeah. it, and then, like, it just feels off. Oh, no, like, Ghost of Tsushima was made as an English game, obviously. It's made by Sucker Punch Studios in America, but, like, mm-hmm. with the different setting. But I just thought that was really neat where they have, you know, Japanese voice actors and, and then they literally redid the animation on the faces to actually match what they say, which I thought was, like, really neat. Because they didn't have to do that. They could have just dubbed it in, you know, and put it out there. But mm-hmm. um, just thought that was neat. That was pretty cool. Okay, another anime thing. Let's talk about the Racer. horrible, horrible <laughs> live-action adaptations oh, oh god yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're all so bad dragon ball dragon ball evolution oh my god yeah, that one's that bad street fighter street fighter legend of chun Li. yeah oh my god, god. <laughs> terrible um i didn't oh, see no, the live action cool. ghost in the shell but i heard it was not great you don't have to because it's just Scarlett Johansson trying to be a person from a different race for the upkeep right, right. time. Yeah, no, I remember that whole controversy. Yeah, but um, but like the the original is obviously a great movie, and then I just didn't and a great anime movie. series. Yeah, yeah. It's a series too. Oh, I didn't know that. I've just seen the movie. Yeah. I didn't know it was a series. Okay, so I saw yeah, the movie and I was like, wow, that was actually like great, edgy and all that stuff, and really great world that it built. And then I, I just saw the trailers for the new one. I was like, okay, it looks kind of interesting, regardless of the controversy. But I just didn't bother seeing it. I just heard it wasn't anything great. It, so. it, it's, it was trying to shove too much in too little time. It was like if you've yeah, yeah. never seen it, then like here's a crash course. But they keep trying to. They keep talking that they're going to do the Akira live action. I just don't know how it's going. to I happen. hope they don't. I hope Please they don't. don't. Uh, like it'd be cool, but it just would not 
touch the original. That's just too good. No. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. There's just yeah. something like I feel particularly with anime series when you try to condense it into a movie, you have to leave out a lot of important parts. That yeah. Kind of, oh, Last Airbender. For people who oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's anime adjacent. We can talk about it. It's anime adjacent. <laughs> it's not quite anime, but it's close there's, enough. There's a, no, there's no, a lot, actually, lot of discussion on whether it counts as anime or not. Oh, that's interesting. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Okay. No, sorry. It's, I, uh, I totally... it's, it's Nickelodeon. Yeah. It's made in North America. Oh, well then, no. But it does, <laughs> you, you know, like sorry. emulate the art style. My bad, my bad. It does no, emulate the art style. I see, I see. So it's so, so it's an American um, interpretation of anime, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Fair enough. Okay. small short fun fact: in Japan, they basically consider all animation anime. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But here we uh, specify specifically animation from stop Japan. motion and three D and all this other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. We subdivide. How inclusive of them! I like that. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. But to be fair, Jason, I I don't blame you for thinking that because the no, way no, it yeah. is animated definitely. Of course. I, I, I could see it for sure. Yeah, it, 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 it anime does have a very distinctive style, which I find so interesting that they haven't really tried to mess with it a little bit because it's been the same for many they, years. Obviously, it's it's gotten better. In terms they of... started messing with it in the new Netflix-sponsored anime. Oh, okay. Which I don't necessarily like the um, juxtaposing like, the anime... Sorry, that was a car in the background. That's, <laughs> That's okay. okay. No worries. It's okay. Remember, I had that beeping earlier with the uh, the guy who had never stopped backing up. He just backed up down three miles. Apparently, he was still. Oh my god! This guy just decided to park at like stop at a stop sign and just like you know rev his engine as if he's about to drag race. Oh, that happens all the time. Far. Happens all the time down here. Yeah. So like, um, what they're doing in a lot of the Netflix anime is that they have like all the characters in traditional anime style. But it's just opposed with CGI backgrounds and items that they're putting out. Oh, up. okay. Yeah, it's very jarring. Going into anime That's now, strange. like even the okay. newest Dragon Ball movie is is using like the trailer was in CG, and and like yeah. they're getting better with it now. Like earlier on, like it was very like hit or miss if an anime had CG in it. Um, yeah, but particularly movies, like, I feel, are getting better with it because they have the budget to actually like do the animations properly. Whereas in TV series, like there's such a short turnaround time that they don't usually have enough time to make the animations as smooth as it as it can be. Right. Yeah, right. I agree. What do you think? So just for fun, I was just looking up Dragon Ball Evolution because I thought it was funny because I remember <laughs> back in the day and that being like the butt of a lot of jokes, you know, for people who went and saw this thing. What did, what do you think it has on IMDb out of ten? Uh, uh, two. Two. Okay, well, it's two and a half. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, it's close. <laughs> very good. I was just—I've never seen something that low in a very long time. <laughs> so, That's bad, so yeah. good. Uh, here's the thing: I whatever these whatever these things like that or the last Airbender get very universally like, you know, nobody you've talked to in your friend circle likes this movie. Nobody in their right mind. Um, I just wonder if we ever if we'll ever run into one person who's like, oh come on, that was a good movie. Will we ever find that person? Like you know, just who was like, you know what, that was a good movie. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, somebody somewhere. Somebody out there. 
It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like we all know the reason I like yep. Last Airbender, and that has absolutely nothing to do with the ability of it to be a good oh, movie. God. It's still a bad reason. <laughs> why do? Why do? Why? She likes the dude that plays soccer. I don't even... What's his name? Jackson Rathbone? I don't even know who the hell this guy is. A real diverse name. I know, right? I feel like one of the... That's still a bad reason for... I was just saying that's still a bad reason for liking that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched it since I saw it the first time. Yes, yes. (laughs) Sorry, Jordan, go ahead. I feel like the extra big problem with dragon ball evolution was that they basically changed the entire like setting like they did the thing where they change it to take place in america and they changed oh, goku right. to just be like this high school loser archetype right yeah and it's like why I, yeah i, I know i just I know. realized that they literally stole that plot for the new mortal Kombat, which is terrible by the way um, I heard it wasn't bad. But it was terrible. Okay. Well, they had so oh. much potential. They have they have over forty characters to choose from, and they're like, "Let's create some new guy that no one has ever heard of and can't relate to." <laughs> so, um, but they, they do though. They he wasn't in high school, but it was like like the the loser trope, the like down on his luck, blah 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 sort of trope. Yeah. The only the only good thing about when those movies happen is those actors usually will be like, okay, I'm picking only indie films now to build back my credit. Like when it happened, yeah. with, when Jake Gyllenhaal was in Prince of Persia. Remember that? God, yeah. Like it was so, so bad, right? Very bad movie overall anyways. And, but like, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal was like, okay, I'm actually going to remember how to act. And he did like a string of great movies in my opinion. Yeah. Now like, now like again. And then the same thing happened with Dev Patel in Last Airbender. He said, I'm not yeah. doing blockbusters anymore. And now he's in Green Knight. We can, he's actually really good in it. I saw it last week. It's actually a good movie. He's so good in it. And, um, uh, you know, so. They had this, you have Far Cry, where Till stops doing English movies for a long time. Right. Um, right. What else is there? Um, I really like Speed Racer. Like, I have a soft spot for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Like, I don't remember that in it. But, Let's talk about wild, the Crayola but... box of a movie. Let's do it. <laughs> Crayola box of a movie? <laughs> like Let's One of the it. things I think really worked for Speed Racer was that it really embraced that the craziness of oh, yeah. the racing world. Like Completely. I thought they did like a great job of that. They basically did like, you know, in the original anime, like the characters would just be talking with a background and they kinda did that in the <laughs> movie. Like that, yeah. that part was kinda hit or miss, but like I thought it kinda Sorry. worked how they did. It's 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 with so the, weird because... with the commentary. It makes it makes no it's very strange. Like they'll literally be in the middle of racing and then these floating heads will go by as they're turning, right? And they're talking. Yeah. It's like what and it's like if you don't know the anime, you're gonna be like, what? Why are they this? doing this? You're be like, What's <laughs> happening? And and um, I almost wish it wasn't G, but at the same time, it kind of works as a G family movie because it is PG. But no, it was G. It was G. It's PG. I'm literally just looking at it. Oh, okay, I could have sworn it was G, but anyways, it's <laughs> um like not even like a PG 13, 14A for us movie. It's like it's really kid friendly, safe movie with a monkey. There was a monkey in the anime, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, friends okay, with that's... his like little brother. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, the casting was actually quite good, in my opinion, in terms of choices. I was in terms of having, obviously, it's not going to be an Asian cast, but like, um, it's it, since it's set in America, but like, like, and I thought the cast was pretty good. John Goodman and Emile Hirsch, Susan Sarandon. Yeah. 
Matthew Fox. I mean, it's a pretty big oh, cast. Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty big cast. And I was like, this isn't bad. And then, um, and I just, I just thought, I just liked how it just goes for broke. It's not a perfect movie. It somehow works though for me. I really don't understand why. Yeah. You have Death Note. And no, away. No. I didn't see Death Note. No, before we, before we get... Before we get there, um, Speed Racer, the original one, uh, the anime, it always tends to make me, make me has a tendency to make me laugh just because of, like, the over <laughs> My dad. My dad used to watch episodes of it all the time, and it, so, like, just, I, was, I knew of it. Stop. Okay, so it always makes me laugh, but with the live-action one, you guys aren't alone, because one of our, our fellow TIFF uh, co-workers and friends, um, Jamie... <laughs> the uh, reluctant friend. Uh, <laughs> you're saying that. Uh, Jamie will live and die by that movie. He has told me that what? that is one of the movies that makes him cry. He has not explained really? why. What? Yeah. Oh. I, but... I, I, I guarantee I know the part. It's the part where in the final race and Matthew Fox is doing the voiceover about it's more about being a driver than being a racer and all this other stuff I guarantee that's what he's doing because even when I was watching that I said this is so cheesy but I'm into it I'm into it man I'm like Nicolas Cage and Gone in 60 Seconds when he puts oh on over I've got my, got my fingers beside my head and I'm like oh yeah let's do it let's do it oh you know, my like god this. let's do it I was into it man so but I yes guess, he... I feel you Jamie you're not alone man you're not alone <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm sure he'll be happy to know that because I was always like really and he's like and he was getting like teary eyed telling me about how much he loved this okay. movie. Right. Jamie, 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 I, I just tell you feel rain it in just a little bit, just a little Jamie, bit. Bring it down. <laughs> One notch down. I I feel you, but you don't feel like start crying in front of people just talking about it. Anyways, uh... now let's talk about Defoe's mistake. <laughs> he's the only Arc. decent thing in that thing true <laughs> yeah oh god that was so bad but then again like watching the anime now like after like the hype i'm just like why did i ever think like this was amazing and so interesting it was good up until the middle part and, and you know what yes. happens at the middle part like and then yes. it gets in <laughs> And you're just like, no. You guys are talking about Death Note, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I heard all about this movie and not good things. <laughs> I didn't hear I... Yeah. yeah. The anime is like, yay, yay, what? I think what it's like love? all the mind games that the two characters play on each other. I think it's what yeah. people really are in interested in. I had heard so much love for Death Note. People were really excited for the movie, but then the trailer came out. And I was like, oh. They did the same oh, thing no. with Dragon Evolution, where like they made the main character like a loser, a high school student, whereas in the original, he's like basically like yeah. a top, um, high honor yeah. student who's very like smart, which is how he's able to do what he does. Well, it's it's and it was yeah. so disappointing too because Adam Wingard's actually not a bad like director like he ended up yeah. doing you know your next which is a really good movie and uh, that's a guest. great movie and the, think... and the guest which was a good movie with which Dan is Stevens. also a great movie yeah he's, he's obviously got some talent so here's the flaw with a lot of the book or anime adaptations i'm noticing is that the director chooses to ignore the source material and does it intentionally yeah and that's been happening a lot. Like, you have that with uh, the original Percy Jackson series. You have that with Death Note, where they start changing stuff. It might not be that with them, Foul. though. 
It might right. not be uh, them, though, and they might be getting forced by whoever the production company is. Um, yeah. To an extent, I will agree with that, but in one of the cases I'm thinking of, um, the director slash writer says that he intentionally did it. But sometimes the directors or the writers that's being interpreted of, they sign off on it, so they know what's happening. Yeah, still I remember so, an interview <laughs> just saying, author. just saying. Despite yeah. the, the, it's something I'm reading about it right now. Despite the backlash on the whitewashing and everything, obviously with the cast, which made sense. Yeah. Uh, Sugimia Ovoya and Takeshi Obata, the original creators of Death Note, have praised and defended the film. See? With Obata stating, in a good way, it both followed and diverged from the original work, so the film could be enjoyed, of course, not just by the fans, but by a much larger and wider audience. They should have left light being intelligent. And what were you saying during before we all started talking at the same time? Oh, um, I was saying, um. Oh, okay. So here's so here's probably what happened. Hey, with give the me movie. a second. Right, be right before. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, don't do you gone, Jason? I'm trying to remember. Oh, okay. What I was trying to say. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, right before going into production, Warner Brothers just dropped the project without a warning. Since Adam Wingard was really passionate about the project, the studio let him move the film into another platform with Netflix buying the rights to it. So that's probably uh, why, so, th so that makes more sense because it's probably a rush production then. Yeah, definitely. Because then Netflix, he probably signs with Netflix. It's like, all right, you got a year. Get it out here. Yeah. You know, and, and then it's like, oh, crap. So that's probably what ended up happening. I was going to say, I remember reading an interview. Um, like, it's not an anime or manga, but a mm -hmm. different author was talking about her movie adaptation. And she was saying basically how she just signed off the, on the rights. And then she had kind of no involvement in the movie process. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. I like, feel like that's a couple of them. Like, she like, got to, like, I feel walk like onto that... the set and meet the cast, but that was pretty much it. Yeah, this I is feel like that happens a lot. Yeah, this is unfortunately what happens a lot in just the entertainment business, especially in North America, is that, you know, here's, okay, great, here's the rights, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Sign this thing so we don't have to talk to you again. You know, like, that's sort of, you know, what happens a lot because, you know, the studio wants to take it over, makes it their own thing, and it, sometimes it, one of those rare occasions it comes out well. And, but like, you know, maybe 60, 70% of the time, it turns into like this Frankenstein monster. And the person's like, that's not what I wrote. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Ian Colfer. <laughs> to be, fair, that? Who's to be that? fair, though, I haven't, I've only heard this because I haven't really watched them, but I hear some of the Japanese live action adaptations also get similar flack. Okay. Yeah. Like, I remember there was a Full Metal Alchemist one. <laughs> that right. was so bad. Isn't right. there well, also isn't there... Like a Attack on Titan live action as well in Japan at least? I think. Oh there's... yeah, there was one. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Not yeah, there was a Bleach but... one. You oh, know what? God. The Bleach one actually wasn't that bad. I don't want to watch that. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was I'm, decent. Um, I'm still mad about the ant about the Mandra, so I don't want to sure. watch that. <laughs> Um, the Fullmetal Alchemist one's weird because they chose to go with the fur for what, sorry, chose to mostly go with Fullmetal Alchemist, not Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. For those who don't know the difference is Fullmetal Alchemist was being produced as an anime before the manga was actually done. So it diverges really far away from the manga. Brotherhood actually is a redo with the same studio and everything that actually follows the manga. But even with like the movie, which the manga was done by this point, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood was basically already done, I think, as well. So they had all the stuff. 
but they chose to use Hellmel Alchemist and only go up until maybe like episode 20 and like it ends really weirdly it was bad very very bad also that's one of the animes where they're where when they're casting the casting doesn't necessarily make sense to how they appear in the actual film like anime I, I, very I just, weird. I just the equivalent of that though would be with something like with Marvel movies where they just kind of pluck random arts out of whatever comic book is with oftentimes no context of yeah. like whatever was happening in the comic yeah. at the time. They'll just pick an arc that they think will sell well. So they probably yeah. try to do the same thing that just yeah. was more obviously wrong. Yeah, and the other reason I think maybe a lot of live adaptations of anime fail is because obviously there's some of the most fantastical and absurd things that happen in anime that we just, you know, accept as if it's like, you know, not like Sailor Moon. There's an example. Oh, God. Right? <laughs> I, I remember that back in the day, and I remember watching a few episodes of that, and I'm like, this guy is throwing a rose through glass. <laughs> okay. How dare he you? Does nothing. Salt. And he does uh, Yeah, and he pieces out because he's nothing but a cock tease for those girls. It's sad. They'll never get him. They'll never get him. It's sad. It's a, oh sad, it's a sad show. But um, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is that obviously we'll we'll just believe. Yes, she you know has this ridiculous scepter and she will instantly become Sailor Moon. And even though she looks exactly the same in real life, um, we just won't. Well, we they won't recognize her. They don't. It's they a don't Superman scenario. Though. Exactly, How... it's a Superman scenario. Yeah, which, which is glasses. No, exactly, it's the same thing. But, I, but they won't realize it's her. She goes from being an idiot to sm- uh, to being highly intelligent. That's the reason why. Yeah, right. that's that's also <laughs> true. I guess that's fair. But all I'm saying is we will accept that more. Whereas if we saw it filmed in a live action way, we'd probably be like, this is so weird and cheesy. It just doesn't work. It's it's all about context and setting with these shows. You know, mm-hmm. if like you know, the the if the anime like Akira, <laughs> I think the guy spoilers for people who haven't seen it. Go watch it and you know, if, if you haven't seen it, because it's great. But at the end, the guy turns into like this giant toxic blob that's taken over the city at the end. Like that's basically oh what happens, right? Um, and we accept it, and it's amazing. Like, it's an amazing sequence. But, like, it would be CGI overload as a live-action yep. thing. Yep. It would yeah. be weird. It would be strange. Unless the movie was somehow so good that it's set up that that's in the realm of possibility. But it's difficult to do that. So yeah, I, think imagine... where, I think that's where the struggle is. It's, it's making people believe that these ridiculous things happen in the story world without it being cheesy or ripping off some American setting or something like that. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. a way imagine... to do it, but it requires like a lot of work and research. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like a lot of if we're going to transfer anime to live action, it really should be done often as one of those expensive TV shows sometimes too, because there's so much content that you can't take a series and change it into a movie. Mm. It doesn't necessarily work for a lot of these, which yeah. I think mm-hmm. was a failure of partly it was bad of avatar the last airbender which is why i think hopefully the netflix adaptation will be good at least so yeah. far they've done a good job of hiring the correct um ethnicities yeah yeah you know? well, what's, well what's really interesting about that as an example is like look at how cool in avatar the last airbender the bending of earth and water and fire it's so much cool in that show 
And then when you watch the live movie, The Last Airbender, <laughs> like there's that there's that laughable earthbending sequence that I think my entire theater just started laughing. Oh, it's no. so unspeakably I bad. From my memory, it's back. No, no, no you know what I mean? Like how lame it is compared to yep. how mm-hmm. we just instantly get into it in like an anime show. I think that's the struggle. The struggle is making it and believing it. It's all about tone. And <laughs> unfortunately, M. Night Shyamalan. The writer always lets down M. Night Shyamalan, the director. So, as in, you know, he, al- no, he, al- he always does because he's got some, he's got a great shooting style, but he cannot write for shit. I'm sorry. He just can't in his last few movies. He can't do it. So, that makes sense. Uh, like, he's got so, he's so wicked. And if you've seen Servant on Apple TV, he's got some wonderfully done shots, but he doesn't write the series. So, that's why it's good. Um, so, um, but yeah, there in, terms you go. Of, in terms of the anime, that's the struggle in terms of adaptations is like, like, can you imagine Spirited Away being adapted into a live action? No, no, no. no. Don't touch. never in a thousand years would anybody attempt that until unless it's like, you know, 2040 and something's happened with technology that makes it look like that or something. I don't know, but it would be absurd. It'd be absurd to even try that. I got another that trope we can talk about. That would also be CG overload. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that would that that movie would entirely be like CGI. I think you could get away with some real sets in some scenes, but like you know the giant headed witch, the uh, you know the dragon and the and the you know the train and the bridge and all the creatures and oh my god, the adorable footballs, my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> if she if she just didn't breathe over the bridge, movie doesn't happen. Anyways, um, <laughs> so she, all she had to do. Um, but yeah, like like I think that's the big struggle. That is the big struggle, and why and why people will now i think these days watch a lot more actual anime and venture out more to it because a lot of people are getting into these shows that didn't know they were going to be into these shows you know what i mean they're like yeah. oh i don't know i i remember watching that like when i was in the 90s when i was like five you know i watched Yu-Gi-Oh and all that stuff that we were talking about before um but you know you're saying there's like some real shows and it's like yeah and then you watch something like you know naruto or attack on titan or whatever something like that oh, and, Naruto. Know, i know i'm just mainstream we non-weave I'm... examples i'm sorry but you know um, I love Jason, so you have much. to give everyone your 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 Yu-Gi-Oh impression that you were giving us <laughs> yes, off air. Yes, please. You cannot face Pegasus. <laughs> and, then, and, and then there, and then the, then the other guys. There's it's this weird like whiny. Somehow I recognize He's the, like the boy. Bro- like a whiny teenager. Like, yeah. First is Joey like, Wheeler, and he has like enough. He, he has enough hair. He has enough hair gel to weigh down his entire body, right? And then. Yep. He's he's literally just like, hey Yugi, you need some help over here? Hey, it's like he's like a, a, a Japanese version of a American forties gangster. It's really weird. It's really weird. Oh my god. And and, and then like you know you think that Kaiba's the bad guy with his you know blue eyes and it's like Kaiba, we must stand together, Kaiba. You know and all this other stuff. And then and then there's the regular Yugi. And all this stuff too, and uh, and, and then, then the Pharaoh like... which is the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pegasus is just like, oh well, with my Millennium Eye, I can see your own hand, you know, and all this other crazy shit that goes on in that show. It's actually, fun fact about Yu-Gi-Oh. So mm-hmm. you, you know, remember all that stuff about the Shadow Realm? Yeah, yeah. that's a creation of the four kids dub. In the original version, they just died and went to the afterlife. Oh my god! What? Wow. So it's, it's, because it's, it's four like, kids, like, they don't want to talk about death. They created the Shadow Realm yeah. and somehow created something that was more, way it's, more it's cool than the original. It's literally like every Disney animated movie that just removes all the horror from the Hans Christian Andersen tales and just or the Brothers Grimm tales, and then yeah, just puts it on true. screen as like a family friendly thing, you know. And 
Nicole, uh, that brings yeah. a whole new meaning to when we had um, at, at work where we used to say the Shadow Realm ushers. <laughs> They're from the Shadow Realm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Sorry, banish Dark Magician to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> they died. Uh, and welcome another... to Jason's one man show of reenacting every Yu Gi Oh episode. That one episode, there was that one episode where Joey got the blue eyes white dragon. My blue eyes white dragon, and it's like so, so lame. It's so lame. It was, it was so insulting. Oh, it was such a lame way. I want to go back and watch it. I think it's on I Netflix. Just, I, I will dismiss myself. One of the few good four kids done. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I just want. I just wanted Yu-Gi-Oh once to summon Exodia in defense mode. It just have it do nothing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Exodia, the forbidden one. In defense mode. You know, like, just so it does nothing. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, here's a completely different will... trope because we're just going to start uh, dying of laughter in a I minute. I will actually but... pay Jason this to re-narrate <laughs> every episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I don't even have to watch it. I just want him to do the audio for it. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. That, that'd be the Canadian dub that Jordan was talking about earlier, you know? I um, want it! I want it now! <laughs> no, Jason, but like my I just... script reads Yu-Gi-Oh episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, <laughs> but I remember when it's funny because I went back and watched like some clips of Yu-Gi-Oh on YouTube like recently, and just because I remembered them from my childhood, right? You know, I didn't really follow the plot that much. It was just you know on YTV and stuff, and Dragon Ball Z and Yu-Gi-Oh and a couple of other ones and stuff. And I just found it fascinating that we just sort of got into that style without really knowing it. You know, that was sort of that was really early, and I know like. Studio Ghibli was making movies in the 80s, but like that, were there anime shows like before? There wasn't many. Right? The ones no. I can think of were like Pokemon and Digimon, but even then. Right, but, uh, right, but, right, but those were still like, 90s for us. Was there mm -hmm. any like, there wasn't really anything in the 80s other than Yeah, film, you want right? to actually know how old Dragon Ball is? Oh, let me hear. Oh, please educate me because I don't know. 87. Okay. Yeah, but they didn't okay. dub it until 86 like, or 8 until like the right. 90s I think. Right. they didn't for us. sell it. Yeah. Until, right. They didn't sell it. They dubbed later. Dragon Ball Z before they dubbed Dragon Ball. Yep. Oh, okay. Got you. Okay. So they did Dragon Ball Z then Dragon Ball. But the order is actually Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT and then I think Dragon Ball I or that one that's on Funimation well, now is like in the original. The... Yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay. Yes, I know. Super. Hey, okay. <laughs> Super oh, is between yeah. Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's actually it's a split like... timeline from G. So oh God! Z splits God. into either GT or Super. Yeah, it's like in be like sometimes between the two. Yeah, you're right. Things With that so weird much, cat thing. Things were mm -hmm. so much simpler than 90s. And then like I agree, Jason. The other one that's old, like, um, is early early 90s is Yu Yu Hakusho, which is a fighter one but way way better and shit actually happens and that's from like 91 to 94 and it's one of my favorite animes and you guys all know that <laughs> yeah akira is fairly old as well i believe it was like 87 80s as well yeah yeah so we, we were sort of when we were kids we were on the oh gundam like, wing guys how are we forgetting gundam wing, gundam gundam wing? oh yeah gundam yeah, yeah, wing that's that's and all they dubbed the them like much later i guess yeah that again mm -hmm. again but it's just interesting we only got those just, I know they were older in Japan, but we only got those in the 90s, which I find really interesting. We really oh. didn't get Gundam, to be honest, until, like, Gundam Wing was very, you could see it if you were lucky. You had That's to really right. go to places to rent it. But the one that actually got on TV, and this was in the early to mid-2000s, was Gundam Seed. 
and Gundam yep. Speed. No, they were showing uh, Gundam Wing. They were showing yeah. Gundam Wing before. Okay, I never got that. Oh. Those episodes. I've got they another. Were, because, because YTV used to show all of them. They used to have. Yeah. Remember, they used to have themed horror nights and themed anime nights. Right. I, I, so I they went the themed anime nights because I would so be recording went, it on a VH, VHS. All the way through Gundam Wing to as much yep. as they had dubbed, and then they started Gundam Seed. Yep. Oh right, I remember. So, they redubbed recently, and it yeah. sucked. Oh, I I don't know. Go back to that. It makes me very sad because my brain's like having a moment, like I'm watching it, and I'm like, that's not what it's supposed to sound like. Uh huh. Mm. Um, okay, so the... I've got I've got another trope that I just thought of that I, that's a okay. really good one. Um, it's when they'll zoom in on the faces of the characters, and you'll hear their inner thoughts. Like for yeah. a very lo- for a very long time, <laughs> not for like well, it's, not, it's like, soliloquies. It's That's what it very, is. It's very long. No, I get it's like theater and stuff, but it's really funny. It's like they zoom in on Goku. It's like, huh, Frieza seems quite powerful. I wonder how I'll be able to take her down. It's like okay, like okay, we, we, we know, know we know what you're thinking just <laughs> based on the situation that you're in already. <laughs> like you don't have to. It's it's a, it's a lot of exposition in anime. A lot of exposition, I'm... which is fine. <laughs> I, I don't mind it. It's just I noticed that's a trend. Like a whole lot of. Let me explain what I'm going to do and why I'm going to do it. And then, then we'll, you know, and they'll pause the fight and get, let's hear this guy's thoughts Ooh. who are up in the clouds. And uh, <laughs> let's hear, let's hear Piccolo's thoughts who's just standing on the shoreline. Like, I hope. And then Vegeta. <laughs> uh, yeah, or Vegeta, either way. Yeah. That, like, I think Piccolo was, uh, was also on the side of the fight, too. But yeah, um, Piccolo so... was, like, basically the better dad to Gohan than Goku was. Right. Yeah. Right. Go on. Right. I always forget his kid because he did. Go on. You forgot about Go Ten too. Wow. Why do I remember Shot this? Fire. Go, go. Series creator forgot about Go Ten. <laughs> go Ten. Yeah. Okay. What, 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 what's also next? Go Nine Eight. Go. Like, <laughs> original names we got here. So. Uh, I believe that is just like a budget saving like thing to like they don't have to yeah. animate that much. <laughs> They need to save the budget for the fighting scenes. You know what? You know what? uh, Go nine's catchphrase is. You know what Go nine's catchphrase would be? Go nine. That would just be it. Okay. Another another thing. Catchphrases. They they have a pose and a catchphrase. Oh god! Yeah. Kamehameha. Is is One Punch Man's? Like for it, like thing, just one punch is whatever is that all he says. What does he yeah, say? Yeah, he, he doesn't anything? say it. He just does it, kind of. Okay, okay thank God. Straight to the point. <laughs> like sometimes he'll say oh, normal punch because like that's what it's called. Also, and the joke is that it one shots people when he does it. I also, I also, I also like how literal the titles are. Sometimes Attack on Titan. Well, there's an Attack on Titan. Street Fighter. Well, there's people, there's people fighting on the street. I don't want Attack on Titan like, about. No, I, I know. I don't. <laughs> So sometimes um, there's some literal title. Dragon Balls. It's about the Dragon Balls. You know, it's, there's no like. Okay. Yeah. There was an, there's another trope that they have like things that should not happen in classrooms that would happen in classrooms there. Oh yeah. Like assassination classroom. Yes. Yes. Tentacle <laughs> teacher. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's a, it's a really there's good also series, like, though. <laughs> that's um, that's always and this really good. This is also, this is also in every teen movie. This is where they get their powers. It's the fucking classroom. Every time they, every time it's like the first wisp of powers that they understand or something always happens in the classroom. Yeah, like with assassination classroom, they are the kids who are quote unquote stupid, 
um, because they're in the E class, which is like the students who aren't top of the class. So they get like crap, crap teachers, um, right. no resources. They have to be up in the mountain. Um, and so the thing that destroyed half the moon, they have to figure out how to kill it by a certain time while still getting taught by said tentacle monster, who is what they're supposed to kill. So they're supposed mm. to kill the teacher. Yeah. Okay. But it's actually I'm... really good. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I genuinely, I when you said assassination classroom, I genuinely thought you were just—it was like an expression of something. I didn't know it was the actual title of the show. <laughs> no, it's the actual title of the show. It's actually really good. And what I find absolutely hilarious is like when they have the teacher talk about like how he's instructing the kids. It's all like modern, actual methods of teaching, which I'm just like, who put the effort to research that? You know how I know that into that the show. show. <laughs> you know how I know that that show's never gonna get an American adaptation. Because of the subject, like the title just alone would just not be just to be too controversial no. in America, right? So, yeah, yeah. You know, it, would, it, it, would, it would never fly. It would never fly. They would have yeah, to like, make it take place in like university or something with the adults. Yeah, yeah. yeah like and that, also yeah. like the thought process of them having like a classroom for those who aren't top scorers is so foreign to like North America mm-hmm. that that just would not happen. But it's common. In right. Japan. So like to them it's like, oh yeah, scores are fully published, everyone can see which place you're in, and yes, yeah. the smarter students mm-hmm. are gonna get more of the money than the quote unquote not smart. But right. what I find kind of cool, this isn't really a major spoiler about the show, but because they're getting individual education from like the tentacle teacher, um, the kids actually end up outperforming all the rest of the students and getting out of E class. Hmm. Which is so cute and adorable. All right, you sure this isn't hentai, Sam? I mean, let's be real. You did say that because you from, tell from the description, it, but it's it's absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, it's, not, you, 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 it's okay, Sam. You can you can chat up now. Mean. I mean, yeah, anime has just come quite a long way from our '90s days of just watching shows on YTV. There's there's just a just a, a, a like like didn't Sony buy Crunchyroll? Am I yep. wrong about that? Yeah, yeah the so Funimation, which is owned by Sony. Like, they bought them for a couple yeah. billion, I think, which is insane. I so, am so excited, because so, that means that Crunchyroll is going to be connected right. to Funimation, so I don't right. have to have two subscriptions. No, exactly. <laughs> so that's, that, that, that's, that's a good thing, but let's let's just obviously hope it doesn't stifle their creativity, because they obviously got a lot of great properties out there. Let's hope they're not, like, mm-hmm. you know, watered down well, or yeah, there's anything some like No, stuff, like, Crunchyroll but... is just... So, what Funimation and Crunchyroll are, they're just the North Ooh, American that guy, that, guy did a that guy came back to the stop sign. I heard him. <laughs> no, that was a motorcycle back. this time. Oh, okay. I thought, he came, I thought he came back because he knew you were there or something. You know what? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I'm surprised Honda Accord guy hasn't come here who likes to put on his own party with his car and I want to throw my coffee at him but that's precious coffee he just if i wish that motorcycle guy pulls up like he'd like the shot in akira or it's like the famous motorcycle slide you know, sh- you know like, yeah oh yeah, yeah that'd be so funny oh man that'd be cool yeah look well, what did you talk about your about... favorite oh go ahead oh i was just gonna continue from what you were saying quickly about um crunchyroll and funimation because something oh, yeah. crunchyroll's been doing is that they've actually been putting some of their money into um anime studios in japan to produce um yeah. cert- some anime series uh and they've been kind of hit or miss um there's been some really like the ones that are good are pretty really good yeah um but so hopefully like this merger with sony doesn't dilute that in any way i 
I hope it doesn't. Um, what I'm excited for, because this is what I didn't necessarily like about Crunchyroll, and disclaimer, I'm dyslexic, so um, subtitles are a pain in the ass. Um, Funimation did a, basically all the dubs. Crunchyroll didn't really have dubs. It just only basically had subs of the anime that was coming in from Japan, and Funimation would usually be who would dub it. Um, yeah, having I hope them all that together that, in one will be really good. Yeah, and having more of the anime actually be dubbed to make it more accessible. Because mm-hmm. as much as like subtitles are great and it's more um, not necessarily accurate, but it's um, a version of what they're bringing to the script actually says, it's not accessible to everyone. And I think a mix of both having the subtitle and also having dub would make it far more accessible because it the sub is not accessible to anyone who has reading comprehension issues or ha- is visually impaired. So having owning also the sub side might enable more dubs to become around, which is great and I think mm. useful. And we need to stop being little shits about and you watch a dub? You're not watching you're watching the subpar version. Oh shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah, have very strong opinions. Very crazy with that <laughs> discussion. Yep. I have strong opinions about that. <laughs> Sorry, Sam, what were you going to say beforehand? Oh, you should talk about your favorite anime that's on Netflix. Which is my favorite anime on Netflix? It has animals in it. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and they yell in metal. <laughs> Oh, Adretstro? <laughs> there we go! Adretstro's my favorite anime um, really currently. Uh, but, so for those who haven't seen it, she's a little red panda, and she works in an accounting office. Um, and, like, you know, she, she's, like, she's, like, she's drawn adorably. Um, it's the same company that did Hello Kitty. Yes. Um, so, Sin, Sin really right? Makes it so, better. Pardon? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, thing. Yeah, I think it's Sanrio's the company. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to uh, mute myself while I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, yeah, and basically, like you know, she she works in this company, and all her kind of coworkers step on her, um, because she's so kind to people, and she kind of has like these mental moments when she's just frustrated with work or with life, and she turns into, like, a heavy metal singer and kind of gets her emotions out. Mm. Like, and, and like, she's in, like, you know, kind of an anime style. Like, she has, like, the evil face and whatnot. And she has her freak out, and then she returns to normal. And the show just kind of follows her at, at her place of work and, like, you know, her relationships and whatnot. Um... And yeah, it's really great. It's on it's on Netflix. It's like I think it's two seasons now, three seasons. I think it's three seasons right now. Um and yeah, it's kind of I don't know if that explains it much, but I, I highly, highly recommend. That's probably one of my favorite animes. Oh, cool. Really it is like- good. I like <laughs> oh, oh, go, go ahead, Jordan. Sam. Okay. Um I really like how like her facial expression changes with the whole like when like characters do something bad, their facial it's like very lined and dark in all anime. Like that's a trope of it. And they do that with it like the adorable panda like turns into like lines and anger and like strong face while she does the screaming. That is back to the adorable face. 
And yeah, and it's like her her heavy metal is kind of like a secret. So like um, a lot of the episodes revolve around you know, people potentially seeing her or people knowing that she has this secret talent <laughs> of being like a heavy metal singer and she doesn't want people to know. So like she goes to a karaoke bar and like lets out all her frustrations of the week. It's pretty great. I, I mean, like, like that's much healthier. <laughs> Go ahead, Jordan. <laughs> I like how it's an anime with um, an older protagonist because I feel like that's a really common trope where most animes either take place in high school or yeah. in some level of school or the protagonist is in school. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. She's like, no, I guess our equivalent of being like, no, late 20s. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, she's she has her own place, her own job. The so. only one that I can think of like off the top of my head where they're not teens is psychopaths even like witch hunter robin like robin's young but the rest of them are in their 20s but robin's 15 which is also really weird thinking of who she- oh never mind that needs to not going to rewatch that movie that one nope nope <laughs> she gets with a guy i realized he was 28 by comparison oops <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a also of... a trope in anime yeah oh. older guys getting with younger women unfortunately yeah, yeah. Or even if the women are said to be older, they're made to look younger. Younger, yeah. 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 You know, Psychopaths so. is not one of those, thank God. But also really good, really dystopian. I actually highly recommend it. Go watch it if you're looking for like a dystopian Foucault, Hobbes, end of the world type feature yeah. type thing. I know this is very mainstream to say, but honestly, like um, I try to get people into anime through the Hayao Miyazaki's movies because he was the biggest influence on Pixar. So I, I sort of, I sort of like get them into the basic ones like Spirited Away and My Neighbor Totoro is the most pretty popular ones in terms of things you'd recognize. And then even one of my favorites that doesn't get talked about enough is, um, well, Princess Mononoke is amazing too, but like Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind, which was one of his earlier. Nicole, ones. what's your opinion on that one? It's so good. Oh, God. She hates it. <laughs> No, no, I don't hate it, but it's definitely not my favorite. Okay. I think it's gotten more relevant over time because it's a very huge I, environmental message movie. And, I think, uh, like, it was really just good. custom for Princess Mononoke. Yeah, yeah. He's far more Fair. successful about his environmental, like, aspect of, like, what he was trying to get across in Nausicaa mm. in Princess Mononoke. No, no, I get that, like, totally. Like, as a as a better movie, I'd pick Princess Monoka, but I still think that Oscar the Valley of the Wind, for its time, like, I love the worms, I love the world that it built and everything. The random tentacles? Yeah, no, like, it was, <laughs> like, it, 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 this was, because when I started watching him, I watched, like, you know, the mainstream ones first, and then I got into all of his old stuff, like, there was the one you had on the list here, uh, Jordan, which was Lupin the Third. Oh, the, f- oh, God. yeah. Yeah, and that was, that was Miyazaki's first movie he directed. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, the, yeah. um, the castle of... Um, yeah, the castle, castle. of K- K- Dr. Kalisgro, whatever the hell it is. Right? Uh, I can't remember, yeah. yeah, I can't remember how to pronounce it, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, that's the first movie he did. Like, and oh. It's like, oh, okay, so that's like a pretty damn good start, and then he sort of got into other stuff from there. Uh, so actually, speaking of Lupin the Third, so there was a one that came out recently, um, and confusing oh. enough, it's called oh. Lupin the Third the First. But it's not the same mm. as that one. <laughs> it's um, and this is one like of the movies article. that proves that <laughs> CG anime can work. Like it's entirely okay. in CG, but it still ha- retains the anime style in in such a good way. Like I highly recommend that as well. 
Yeah, so I think not since I don't think Lupin the Third. I don't think that was Ghibli, was it? It was something else, right? No, uh, this something right. else. The one in particular, no. Yeah, so Nasca was his first Ghibli movie. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. So, like cr crazy good ideas. Mm -hmm. so, so. Speaking of some of the ones that Jordan recommended, um, I saw a couple of them for the first time, and I, I really liked um, Wolf Children and. Mm. Um, and uh, is it the is it the beast and the boy or the boy and the beast? The boy and the beast. Boy and the beast. Um, I saw both that of those for the controversial, first time. Controversial, right? I the boy and the beast. I don't know. Was uh, it? I don't remember that I, one having too much. Uh, which one was the one where it was first done by someone who's not from Japan? I think it was that one, and people were upset. Maybe. That Maybe was it was yeah. that one. It wasn't uh, directed or written by someone from Japan. There was one um, studio. Ghibli one that had that controversy. Let me see if it is that one particular. Hunting. I don't. I don't think Boy and the Beast is Ghibli. Oh no, that's a different studio. Yeah. Thank you. There's one that they like were freaking out about. There is one like the most recent studio Ghibli movie isn't done by Miyazaki. I believe it's done by his son, and it's yeah. It, yeah. It's all in CG. Um, not oh, oh that's 2D. right. I did. And see that, that one was kind of like the CG's okay, but like. Because of the Studio Ghibli weird. name, there's this expectation, weird. and it just seems yeah. really weird. That's right. Um, I didn't want to see it because of the CG. Like, I just kind of feel yeah. like it, it's such a dying art to do, like, um, 2D animation. 2D? Like, I think only that one and that Irish company that did Wolf Walkers. Yeah, oh, that one was um, really good. I love one, that movie. They're love one of movie. the only companies that are left that still do 2D. So I think it's almost... No, I don't think it's intention to shit on his dad's work, but it almost feels like it. Well, apparently yeah. his um his dad is actually in the midst of directing one final film that he intends to impart to his grandson. Interesting. So, it's called um it's called How Do You Live. It said the film depicts the psychological growth of a teenage boy through his interactions with his friends and uncle. Okay. And this is like this is Hayao Miyazaki, not his son, filming this because obviously Miyazaki basically retires after every movie he does. He's like, ah, I can't. Do yeah, yeah. And then, he, <laughs> and, then he, and then he runs into something. He's like, oh, I have the courage to make a movie again. Um, but like he's he's he said he intended this to be his last film. And apparently, he shoots about five minutes of it per month. Oh so my like, god! So because because like in the tw apparently in December of 2019, the film was announced to be 15 percent complete after three and a half weeks years. Of work. So oh my god! Years of work. So like this is gonna come out probably in like 2024 at this rate. So. Jeez. Wow. But yeah. Well, if it's apparently it, 2D animation, yeah. uh, it, it'll, it'll be really good to see. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, um, according to the poster, it looks like it, it. The poster, if you could search it on IMDb right now, it's called "How Do You Live," and um, and it ha it looks like pencil, like like colored pencil drawings as the poster, oh, which, is, which interesting. is interesting. Because they did that one time. Studio Ghibli had that great movie at TIFF called "The Princess of." Uh, the tale of Princess Kaguya, which is this beautiful, mm. like, brushstroke, almost chalk kind of animation. Oh, it was, it was such a great movie, in my opinion. And um, that was a totally different style for them. And uh, so, like, different styles can work. Uh, 3D mm. is a little weird for them because it's it just lends itself to this very strange traditional for us 3D model of you know, the you know American 3D. But yeah. we, we, we don't really want that from them. We go to them for something different. But you know, exactly. I, I understand that they want to try and diversify with different things and experiments. So I don't mind them trying it, even if it doesn't work. So 
I think the general kind of, at least for me, the general fear of tr- transitioning to um, to from a non two D style is not so much obviously that you know you can't make great movies or it can't be beautiful because it requires a whole different set of skills and still it's great. Mm-hmm. But the way that at least in North America, what we often do when we move on is that we throw the old ways to the past and we kind of treat them like shit. Like, when we talk about, you know, old-school Disney movies before they started computer animating them, right? Uh, they were, you know, hand-drawn on glass, hand-drawn and painted on yep. glass, panel by yep. panel. Mm-hmm. And, like, that isn't... And, like, and there's a documentary about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it revolves around making a Bambi, I believe. Snow White, I think, was the first, wasn't it? Yeah. Snow White was Snow the White? first, but I think that and then this, Bambi was right after it. This particular documentary is about Bambi. Okay. okay. Um, and like, you know, there's obviously no one that does that anymore. Few and far between. Yeah, and, w- and when know. they do, it's just it's mostly just Disney doing their doing a throwback 2D movie because you know once in a while they will do it, but yeah. it's 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 not like the 90s anymore where that was our entire childhood where it was every year was an absolute banger of a classic animation coming out yeah i think like a huge problem with how we do it in north america not only do we move on and never really go back is a we shit on it that's the thing yeah Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. b we also intentionally make sure that no one learns how to do that anymore if you go into any like artistry right now it's not as common for people to want to or be able to learn the techniques to do it in 2d format or on paper everything's becoming digital and i'm sorry as someone who does a lot of like regular old school drawing right on pen and paper the skills are not transferable between digital and um paper you but have you- to learn a whole new set of skills to be able to shade and color undigital it's hard yeah yeah i, I remember like, like oh sorry you go first like, no, 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 it's okay, you can go. Go ahead, Jordan. I was just going to say, I feel like part of the problem is that it's it's become too expensive now to do traditional 2D animation that not many studios want to put down the money to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah, or they'll, um, the, the way that they do it will be just as expensive as like a 3D version because they just, you know, it's easier to quote unquote do it that way versus, you know, spending a little more time to do it. It's like, like stop motion is also really expensive too. Yeah. yeah, and that that British company I think is the only one that does it. The one that does Walls yeah. Gromit. Um, well, no, I can't also, remember what um, they're named. Uh, like a animation that the uh, Kubo and the Two Strings and Box right, Trolls right. and yes. right, right, right. yes, the so breath, two breathtaking, breathtaking movies. Yeah, and then I, I don't know who it was that did Wes Anderson's two movies. I don't know which studio that was, but that was Fantastic Mr. Fox and Isle of Dogs. I don't remember. Yes, who did that. Yeah, I like the Fantastic Mr. Fox. That one was good. That was a good one. That's yeah, a good like one. That. Yeah. But no, like, like it's very clear there's different avenues out there. Um, it's just a matter of I think audiences taking to it will base how much is invested into it. Yeah. So like, you know, Coraline's a great movie. It's <laughs> terrifying. Oh no. Terrifying. <laughs> but it's great. It's a great movie, right? But it's not. It's not bringing in dollars. Right, so people aren't gonna necessarily go to the theater and see Coraline. I watch it at home, watch it on demand, maybe. But that means less is invested into it. Yeah, right. I feel like you know what I find hilarious with this episode. We were supposed to be roasting anime and Jordan, yeah, which just become an appreciation. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like, like 
like the, the tropes that we pointed out, we've already we've done our fun, and my Yu-Gi-Oh impressions will continue <laughs> beyond <laughs> the grave. Um, but uh, but like, yeah, I mean, animations we can we can roast all we want, and I, like I like I said, I'm not a big anime guy. I don't watch any of the shows. I'm not into don't watch any live adaptations. I'm not in the manga. I'm not in that universe of things. But like when I watch some really great anime movies from like Studio Ghibli and some other ones like Your Name and um, you know some really, really good. Your no. Name's really good. Um, some breathtaking stuff like that. I also saw that guy who did Your Name. He has a shorter movie called Garden of Words that is just like sublimely like amazing in terms of visuals. Like blew my mind. You know, it's 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 very clear there's other avenues out there. I just think a lot of people don't give it a chance because it is anime. Yeah, you know I what I mean. Like what... the problem yeah. is particularly in the West. I feel animation is still seen as something for kids. Yeah. And whereas in Japan, like it doesn't matter how old yes. you are, they there's they oh, have a wide variety of animation. Yeah. I have... like, I remember reading about the Academy Awards that like in the animation category, a lot of the people who vote on it don't even see the movies. They just give it well, to that's, Disney. That's all that's all the it's all the categories. That is very um, true. And like I remember explicitly like in high school when I did because we had to do for business like make a magazine. I did it on anime and one of the things I got a comment from was from a peer was like anime is not for kids. I'm just like fuck off. <laughs> Let me do what I want to do. But like that it hasn't changed in years that sort of perception. And like some of the ones, like for instance, Psychopaths or Which Under Robin, that's not meant for kids. Do not show your kids those, please. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean, though. Animation has matured, I think, in my opinion, because in, I've never seen it this saturated in terms of different types, different stories, different ages that it reaches. Oh, sorry. Oh. There's the there's a siren going by there. Um, different things, different ages. I've never heard it seen it reach so many people than at this moment, and it's only getting bigger. Like, you know, like mm -hmm. some people watch animation regularly that are our age. I'm 30 now, which is, you know, crazy to think about. But, um, you know, I'm 30. I know a lot of other people my age who regularly watch animation, do podcasts, streams, YouTube channels on anime shows and following of it and recapping episodes and all that other stuff. And it's just it's huge. It's huge if you look in the right place. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I love watching YouTube videos of people just dissecting different anime shows or talking about. Yeah, like totally. how cool these like certain scenes animated scenes are it's really cool stuff yeah that's really cool did you guys want to want to throw anything else then um maybe some things that we saw from jordan's recommendation list or things that kind of stood out in general we, we, we've talked about most of the stuff on that list yeah things that um I think everything but honestly we we covered it all pretty well. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Know, like like in terms of, you know, Death Note, Dragon Ball Z, all that stuff and you know, everything else okay. loop in the loop in the third, the first. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, like I said, I watched a couple new ones through Jordan. So I really I loved Wolf Children. I thought it was beautiful. I love the drama of the family. I love the fantasy aspect of it. Um I I, th I think that was my favorite out of what Jordan recommended. I I had heard about this movie and I'd seen the animation in, in gifts in passing, but mm -hmm. I never had uh, the opportunity to watch it. Um, and yeah, I it was a little bit sad, but I thought it was really well done. Mm -hmm. I got a question for Jordan uh, for finishing it off uh, our discussion. Okay, if you if someone wanted to get into anime, 
what are two or three shows or movies that you would recommend for people to like jump in on? Oh, this is always such well, a tough question. Mm-hmm. It depends on I had what to ask they, it. It depends on what they like. Like what? Okay, let's do like a fantasy and action and a random. Here, here I've got one. I've got one. Jordan, I've like never watched an anime series. What should I watch based on the fact that I've I love the Miyazaki films? Um, for an anime TV series, then? Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. honestly, I've never watched like an anime series other than the ones that I mentioned, like old in the '90s, like Yu-Gi-Oh and Dragon Ball Z and stuff. Um, what's what, what's one that I can jump into? Um, probably we given more Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is really good. I think yes. Sam would back me up <laughs> okay. on that. All right. And I don't have to know anything about it. I can just start watching it. And... Yeah, it's on no, Netflix. I, like, like, I don't have to know anything. I can just go and start watching it, and it'll tell me the story and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. And it's not super long. It's only 55 episodes, which is short for anime. Yeah, no, I know. I that's another trope, by the way, how long these things go on for, about you know 500 <laughs> episodes and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, okay, cool. But there, I agree there, with what you said earlier about, um, like, if you if they want to see a movie, something like Spirited Away or... Yeah, start Super there. Or good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, for people out there who are just like, oh, it's anime, whatever, then serious. Just try out a Studio Ghibli movie, and you'll understand where Pixar gets a lot of their ideas from. Because Pixar is great. Mm-hmm. I like Pixar. But, like, you know, they constantly talk about how watching Miyazaki's films made them dream about their own stories. Because they're crazy. They're amazing. Like, like, there's a lot of Legend of Zelda in Princess Mononoke. A lot, mm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's a, like, it's a, it's hugely influential. Hugely. Yeah, and if you want something similar to that, but like, say you've seen all the Ghibli movies, um, uh, Jason, you mentioned your name. So that one is, yeah, that's uh, a good one. The director of that one is, um, his name's Makoto Shinkai. And he also did, as you said, Garden Words. And there's another one he did recently called Weathering With You. That was oh, yeah, that was a tip good. as well. That was a tip as well, yeah. And if you want something that's really weird, uh, I would recommend Paprika. Yeah, that's weird. As, okay. As we talked about before, it has some similarities to Inception, um, but it, it's a pretty fun movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that was that was our roast episode on on Jordan, in quotation marks in in, <laughs> in big quotation marks. Um. <laughs> But yes, um, so next next episode we'll be wrapping up our, our roast sessions, and Sam is at the <gasps> last, but most certainly not least on our docket, right. and we hope that you join us for that. Um, so in the meantime, Instagram, Hollywood underscore Deep Dive, our Facebook um, is under the name Hollywood Deep Dive, Jordan, or Twitter. HLWD Deep Dive. There we go. And... Yes, thanks for joining us, and we hope to catch you in the next episode. Bye! Bye. Yugi, solve the Millennium Puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) 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 This is the best thing that ever happened. (laughs) I can't tell if they're good. Are they okay? Yes. They're really good. Okay. Like, okay, I have a cousin okay. who's also really yeah. good at impressions, and I keep telling him he's good at it, but he, he okay. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Joey Wheeler, just so funny. He's, like, from mm-hmm. Brooklyn or something. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only Japanese guy from Brooklyn. <laughs> you know, <just> like... <laughs> the one Japanese who, who immigrated to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs>